And she goes, and then I got this letter from the city of Fort Worth saying cease and assist right now doing your Airbnb or are you going to start charging you $2,000 a day? She got the letter. And she, she put it on there, took a picture of it. And she says, yeah, it's been a bad day for me. And, she, and the people are like, how, how did they find you? You know, that's, of course, everybody's wondering how the hell did they find you. And what she said, you know, her neighbors, they, they either don't know or they're cool with it. They never complained one time. But she had an ex-cleaner that she used to use that she fired. She didn't, you know, I guess wasn't doing a good job, had it fallen oh. out with. And she believes that that cleaner went to the authorities, told her, hey, this chick's doing Airbnb, and got her shut down. In Fort Worth? Fort Worth. Funky yeah, Town. Fort, yeah, Funky Town. They saw <laughs> No go over there. But it's always well, been here. a no go. But they've never enforced it. We know plenty of people that Airbnb in Fort Worth. Yeah, you can pull up an Airbnb in Fort Worth pretty quick. Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let. Right. You did it backwards this time. <laughs> kind of threw me off. What's up, everybody, in um, Airbnb land or what are the VRBO or um, short-term rental land? Uh, we are here to talk the um, as short-term rental, long-term rental, real estate, all kinds of stuff, innovation, whatever, um, whatever comes to our minds. That's, That's what we're gonna do. Man, we got a lot of. Man, it's actually been a while since we recorded, so we got a lot to talk about. What yes, episode we do. Is this? We are on episode eighty-seven okay. of your favorite podcast in the world. Got it. Let's keep it moving, man. So, what? You, well, first off, we're in a what new area here? Yeah, we're in the new um, pod. Um, I guess you call it a pod room, pod zone, pod something. And my new house, I just purchased a new house. I mentioned it on the last episode. So, um, yeah, I got a new house. We got a new house, and we're very excited about that. Moving in, stuff's okay. everywhere. But um, got this huge, big old, um, I guess it's an entertainment room, or what, what do they call it? A, uh, man cave? It could be a man cave, yeah. And um, <laughs> it has plugs and all kinds of stuff on the ground, so you could like you could set up a you know home studio. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Got the home studio popping off. Yeah, so I'm going to make it into the pod room. And um, I'm sure my wife will put crap in here, too. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. How you been? Man, good, good, good. Under the weather, but back at it. Um, man, just actually trying to get this refi finished so I can get me another house like this, you know. Got oh. the swimming pool in the back. So, yeah, I'm trying to be like Stevie Stacks. <laughs> So how's the refi going? Almost done. It'll be done on the 10th. Closing on the 10th, hopefully. Yeah, man. I, they sent me some emails that I didn't get, so I had to kind of go off on the little oh, <laughs> yeah, mortgage lady, man. And then, so I finally got all the documents over to her, so on the 10th we should be closed. That's next Friday. So. Oh, wow, 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 wow. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Definitely, man. Congratulations to you, man. I like this crib, man. Oh, thank you. It's going to be the spot in the summertime, that swimming pool in the back. It is. I, I told you that's like uh, always been a dream of mine to have a, a swimming pool, and, yeah. and we got an in-ground swimming pool. You know, yeah. no offense to the above grounders, but I just um, <laughs> above grounders. When I grew up, we had one, and it was a piece of crap. It leaked. It had you know you could feel the grass under your feet, kind of crap. It was, it was just it was yeah, bad, yeah, and it lasted maybe part of a summer, and then it just just you know went to crap. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I've always told myself if I you know when I grow up when I grow up. I'm going to have a swimming pool. Yeah. You know, one of my goals, like in high school, mm-hmm. going back to high school, was to have 
I mean, just to own a house. Yeah. I was like, man, I just, I just want to own a house. That was like the, my biggest goal. And, um, and luckily, you know, I was, you know, well, I had to wait till after college and a few years later and I finally got a house. Yeah. I wish, knowing what I know now, I never went to college and just started buying houses right away when I was like 19 years old, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, hindsight it's is what tall. it is. But um, I got a degree, which I don't do nothing with. And <laughs> I went to student loan debt. And, um, but, you know, it's, you know, everybody has their own, has their own journey, you know. Yeah. Definitely. You ain't got student loan debt, man. Yeah, a little bit. I got a little bit. Their houses pay for that. <laughs> That's what they're there for, man. We find one of them student loan debt gone. <laughs> I could knock it out right now, but then I'm like, man, I just, I'd rather use that money to get another house. You know, it's that yeah, whole. No doubt. No doubt. It's that, it's that whole chicken and the egg thing. Or, or I don't know. I might be, I might be saying it wrong. But anyways, we got a lot of topics today. This is, uh, we, we titled it, we gave it a really, um, uh, a funny title to me. I think it's kind of funny, kind of real in a way. It's um, I titled it episode eighty-seven, Airbnb Underground. The resistance is now. So. Man, yeah, because it's a lot of since <laughs> the city of Arlington is shut down on us. Yeah, claim they had two hundred and seventy-nine hosts information supposedly. Whew. How they got that, I don't know. Well, probably most of them just gave it to them, trying to give them the hot taxes. 279 people, though? 279 they people. They probably did, though. You're right. They probably did. Here, here's what um, I, I had mentioned uh, on the previous episode, that they're, gonna, they're starting a lawsuit against the city of Arlington uh-huh. in order to, um, you know, to, to stop them from banning Airbnb. And um, I, I wanted to help out. You know, I wanted to give some money, help out. And they said, and they said well, you know, give us your property and, or, and then go pay the hot tax. And we'll put you in the class action lawsuit. And only people that pay the hot tax and, you know, give up their address will be on that lawsuit. Right. And I was like, why is that? (laughs) Yeah, especially if I'm throwing money at it. Yeah. And he said the only houses that will be protected are the ones that um, that pay the hot tax and, 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 you know, tell tell them where they are. I'm like. I started thinking about that. First of all, I don't, I don't do, and I've never done Airbnb in Arlington. I thought about it before, but this this house that you know, this last house we moved from, yeah. that was that was that was my whole goal the whole time. I was yeah. going to move out of that house in a year, get another house, and then um, Airbnb the heck out of it. It's right up from the stadiums and stuff. And um, but that went to shit when they when they did the ban. And luckily, I have some uh, long term um, corporate renters in there. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tracy. Thanks, Tracy, for sending them uh, my way. And so I, um, in order to be, I said, well, I, I why would I pay a hot tax? I don't do Airbnb in the city, first of all. And um, second of all, I don't really want the, to, to put a red flag <laughs> or put a target on my home for harassment from the police. Because Arlington's sending out the cops, man. They ain't joking around. Oh, no. They are, but... To whose house? I mean, like, yeah, I guess if you did pay the hot tax, yeah, you'd be putting that flag up there because they'd have shown, hey, we have your information, we'll go ahead and roll up on you. See, but that's why I kind of, you know, I'm with you, play the back, kind of be play the back man, like, hey, I ain't about to just give up information voluntarily. Um, But, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not with putting my address and stuff on Giving my address away freely? Nah, I'm good on that, man. I'm, I'm probably with you on that. But yeah. I think I think they're kind of missing out on money doing that. Because, like, if you're willing to put up money, 
and somebody's willing to put up money and they ain't willing to give up their address, I, you know what I mean? You miss some money doing that. Man, our, that's what's frustrating about Arlington. It's like, uh, and the, there's like no, and people are doing all these studies and stuff. There's no real correlation with um, with Airbnbs taking away money from from hotels. First of all, Arlington didn't have very many hotels to begin with. Now they're coming. And it's just a big coincidence they want to get rid of all the Airbnb competition, right, with yeah. air quotes. Um, but there's, there's been study after study. You know, I listen to Jasper Rivers' show, um, Get yeah. Paid for Your Pad, great podcast, and that, that everybody's been doing better. I mean, it's a, it's a booming economy, first of all. Yeah. Hotels are doing really good. Airbnbs are doing really good. It's not like the, all of a sudden the Airbnb, uh, hotels' occupancy went to half or something because a lot of people are airbnb Yeah. And um, and so, anyways, that I don't if the city of Arlington can make a shitload of money off getting these taxes from people, you know, doing Airbnb in the city, they're just so I don't know, I don't freaking know, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, it might be somebody in somebody's pocket in the city's pocket. I don't know, uh, but it is what it is. I mean, I, I don't. I still say sit back, see how they're going to enforce it, because. I doubt they can enforce that, you know what I mean, especially if you got, even if you had somebody give it, like if you put your name on a list, right, what's going to differentiate, and you start doing Airbnb, what's going to differentiate you from the people, from the names on that list? Like how are they going to know who's who? You see what I'm saying? To enforce their ban. Hmm. So, I mean, hey, I think the people who gave up their information, yeah, you got a red target on your back. I don't know. People don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Unless you That's get snitched on, right? Yeah, unless you get snitched on. But. And someone put a post in the um, in the Astra Group Arlington Short Term Rental Alliance. Yeah, this isn't the funny one. This is the this is the one where the lady's saying, you know, she had a bad day, a best friend died, all this. She was saying all these things that happened to her that day, and she goes, and then I got this letter from the city of Fort Worth saying cease and assist right now, doing your Airbnb, or we're going to start charging you two thousand dollars a day. She got the letter. She she put it on there, took a picture of it. And she says, "Yeah, it's been a bad day for me." She, and the people are like, "How? How did they find you? You know, that's, mm-hmm. of course, everybody's wondering how the hell did they find you." And what she said, you know, her neighbors, they they either don't know or they're cool with it. They never complained one time. But she had an ex cleaner that she used to use that she fired. She didn't, you know, I guess wasn't doing a good job. Had fallen oh. out with, and she believes that that cleaner went to the authorities, told her, "Hey, this chick's doing Airbnb," and got her shut down. In Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Funky yeah, Town. For, yeah, Funky Town. It's always been <laughs> no-go over there. But it's always well, been here. a no-go, but they've never enforced it. We know plenty of people that Airbnb in Fort Worth. Yeah, you can pull up an Airbnb in Fort Worth pretty quick. Yeah. So, But I, I'm shocked. Like, when I get on Airbnb, it's like some people that Airbnb in Fort Worth. Like, their whole, you know, all their information's up there. First name, last name, where they work, all that. I'll be like, <laughs> dang. Like, they act like it ain't banned over there. I mean, you know. So. Yeah, that's what, um. The guy that um, that's running the, the the law, you know, heading up the lawsuit. Um, I, I told you, I told you about that. That he, I asked him, you know, well, you you mentioned that they're gonna, you know, they know how to find people, you know, they got their ways, and I asked him exactly how. And and anyways, um, he said, well, you know, they just look at your Airbnb thing, blah blah blah. And I was like, well, you know, first I said, do you have your picture on yours? He's like, yeah. So like, well, first of all, you should take your picture off. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is the guy heading it up, you know. So he's kind of. <laughs> First of all, take your picture off. Second of all, you should append it, you know, you pin it somewhere else and whatever. You can that's an option too. 
And third of all, don't mention anything about Arlington on your listing. And I was just telling him common sense stuff. And yeah. I said, to, and, oh, and I saw his listing. It had pictures all over the front, the side of his house and shit. I was like, first of all, take all those <laughs> outside of your house, house pictures off. You might as well just paint a red target on your house. And, uh, <laughs> and so he's like, oh, yeah. He's, he's like, oh, really? I, yeah, yeah, I, did, I didn't know that. And um, I'll do that right now. And, and so I guess he tried to fix it, but. But um, I was like, uh, yeah, you know, you do these simple things. It's, it's it'll make it harder for them to find you. They might find, of course, if he goes and he heads up a lawsuit, and then you know, <laughs> they're probably gonna lawsuit. be they're gonna be knocking on his door hard, right? <laughs> and so he's heading up a lawsuit against the city, you know. And yeah. and here's the thing: it, he could like, yeah, whatever. They have a they'll have a grace, you know. They won't be able to shut him down during the lawsuit. I guess that's that's the, that's what he's saying, right? Just the people that are part of the class action lawsuit will be protected by the lawsuit. But I'm sure they'll have a big ass target on their asses because, and they could come over for any little thing and say, oh. "Hey, this or that." You know, you got an infraction here, you got to shut it down. You don't got a you don't got a fire extinguisher. You don't got this and that. You know, they could they could find a ways to so, harass them during this lawsuit. Let's say they, they have they're they're open during this lawsuit, right? Wouldn't that make it easier for the people who aren't on the lawsuit to go underground? Because they're going to be focusing on, hey, we know where these people are. That's, that's the main <laughs> reason I don't want to get on the lawsuit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm all for it. Fight the power, you know, but... Uh, I'll go to the cookout and buy a couple hot dogs. I ain't yeah, yeah, fucking... I'll throw some bread at it, man, but I ain't buying cookout <laughs> that's 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 a dangerous that's a dangerous chess move right there. But hey, if it yeah. works, you know I'm all for it. Man, man. But anyways, I'm glad that they're they're fighting for it, and I wish there was a way to fight for it without having to you know paint a big old target on your on your property. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So you got a crap load of topics. Anything you want to dive into right away? Oh man, yeah, your energy yogurt that you had me use, man. That's the truth. You like it? Yeah, yeah, you should have been telling everybody about that. That's a good Airbnb <laughs> topic, man. If you got, um, I haven't got my first bill yet from like whatever they because they switched me to New Power Texas. Yeah. So if you're in Texas and you have whatever electric company, go to Energy Ogre, sign up with them. It's ten dollars a month, and they will sign you up for the. I think it's the cheapest plan in your area. Yeah, I think they'll sign you up for the cheapest plan in your area. They already signed me up for like New Power Texas, man. I, yeah, definitely look into that. That was dope. Here's the concept of energy ogre, <clears throat> and a friend of mine from work told me about it. Mm-hmm. It's ogre g o. I'm mean, sorry, o g r e energy o g r e dot com, something like that. Yeah, look up energy ogre, and um, the concept is um, okay. You could do this yourself. You could sit there and research every you know every week uh-huh. who has the who has the you know best cheapest energy. And you could, um, you'd have to go in there, you know, cancel your account with whatever, let's say TXU, go in there, start another account with whatever, like you, I don't know, name it, Reliant, and then um, start them up. And then uh, a few weeks later, you can go into Reliant and then cancel that one if you find another. Of course, but the thing is, time is money, right? Yeah. And so it'll take you a lot of time. You got to make new passwords. You got to make new this. And they do all that shit for you. They make all your logins for you. They make all your passwords. They may do all this stuff. And they just, you know, they, they, and you put, you just enroll in direct deposit with them and they, and they pay your bill. They just, they, but they'll keep moving you around to the cheapest rate every single month. Sometimes in the same month, they'll move you around. You know, they just, that's how they do it. And um, like I said, it it is, if you sit there and you do research every day, maybe you could do it yourself. 
but you pay someone $10 a month to do all of that research and do all that stuff for you and change all your stuff. I mean, 10 bucks a month, that's nothing, right? Yeah. It's like a, that's a Starbucks right there. <laughs> and yeah, they could save you right. hundreds of dollars every freaking month or, you know, hundreds of dollars every couple months, whatever. And you never have to worry about, you, I mean, I'm, I've done it before because, I mean, we're, we live busy lives. Mm-hmm. Electric company knows that shit. They, they'll, they'll let your account lapse you know, after you've been on it, for, you, you, saw, you lock in this year rate, you know, Man. and then you, you let it lapse and all of a sudden you get a bill for like $250 and you're like, what the hell is this? Oh, oh, you know, you went month to month. Don't you know, congratulations. You're on the month to month bill. <laughs> yeah, man. They hit me for like 300 at my house. <laughs> man. Yeah. It's just hard to keep up with all this shit. So especially if you have multiple properties. Yeah. So that's what I did. I, now I have four properties and um, three of them, you know, two of them are corporate. So I pay the electric on those. And then our primary, so I pay the electric. So I'm like, well, shit, that's too much to keep up to try to move around myself. So I'm going to just lock them all into the ogre, let them do it. And they've been doing pretty good, man. My last bill with the, at the Hearst house was like 33 bucks. The Hearst house? Yeah, the Hearst one right down the road. Yeah. Okay. Let me know how much this one is because it's two stories. So I know it's, it's going to really fluctuate. So if this one's good, I'm out there. Because I, I put my main house on it. Okay. Just to see. Yeah, but so. put your uh, rent, rentals on there or... No, I haven't put my rentals on there yet. Because they're only running for like 50 bucks a month. So, can't trip on that. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. So, yeah, the Energy Ogre, man. Look it up. Look it up. There's some there's some um, info for you. <laughs> um, but you got a bunch of topics. What you got to cover, topics. man? <clears throat> I, wanted to, I wanted to hit on something real quick. I... Um, I turned my, the, the, my our previous house into corporate rental, right? Okay. And because you know Tracy Tracy sent us uh, the hookup, and we got a corporate renter in there. Like this, we closed on a Friday, and got the corporate renters in there on the Friday, the same Friday, dude. So Damn. we were we were hucking and bucking, getting that house ready. I, I had to order some beds. You know, I told you my buddy has the hookup on on the queen beds for two hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, queen, okay. uh, and um, so I ordered some beds, fixed, clean, cleaned everything, fixed everything, got everything out of there. And um and got everything kind of like just shoved over here and um yeah I mean so there was zero lapse in in um in time yeah. time at all from yeah. one you know coming from one house to another which is like ridiculous you know yeah I, I wouldn't recommend it it's too it's a little stressful <laughs> it's stressful, yeah, it's stressful. <laughs> but I was thinking the whole time I remember when when you and Mahogany mentioned that y'all were fixing up that um that condo to arbitrage. And you said, like, y'all did a great job, but y'all were working into the midnight hours, said blood, sweat, and tears, getting that shit ready. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I remember the one, the most tough one was the one downtown. Like, we literally finished that day. As soon as we were done wiping off the counter, guests came, showed up, dropped (laughs) the keys, and we left. I was like, damn. But, I mean, it was worth it in the end, you know. Man, worth it in the end. nothing motivates you like a deadline, right? Man, for real, man. And then, speaking of that unit, it's a unit that I have downtown. And uh, I had corporate people in it for like eight months of the lease, eight, nine months, and I've been airbnb in it like the last two months. So it's really like an underground Airbnb. Man, I think one of my guests ruined it, man, today. Whoa, Dude, shit. They went, to, they went to the office and asked for a package, which is cool, just asked for the package. Of course, they started talking about Airbnb. I'm like, mm. oh, come on, are you this stupid? Oh, <laughs> damn, I was being 
thinking that in my head. I was like, I was like, oh, whatever. So I was like, whatever, because I'm looking, because I'm about to refi. I'm trying to get, into, I'm trying to get into more houses, anyways, more houses and multifamilies. I was like, damn. And this is the the condo you own? No, this ain't a condo. Oh. This is a this is one of my apartment oh. complexes. Arbitrage. One of my uh, high rise units downtown. Oh, okay. Overlooking the city, man. I was like, God. So they hit you up, the office, or what? No, nah, just her. The office ain't hit us up yet. Oh, uh, shit. But they told her she had three days to vacate. <laughs> oh, I was like, damn. damn. But, yeah, they ain't hit us up, though. But, yeah, it was crazy. You didn't put like you didn't prep them before they, you know, say, hey, don't mention nothing about Airbnb? You I, 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 think, I, I don't even know what I was thinking, but, like, in my, all my listens, I say, hey, stay away from the office. Even on my ones that are corporate arbitrages where they even know it's leased through my company. Yeah. But, yeah, I should have prepped them because I was like, man. Yale, freaking Yale graduate, man. People be book smart, but street smart and <laughs> stupid. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> that's what right. um, <laughs> Man, I was like, damn. But well, that's solid. that's what the, um, how that one guy I want to get on the show, yeah, he mentioned he did, how he does underground. Oh, and, yeah, he, he went yeah, next level for it. But part of the thing he does, we'll get into him later. Matter of fact, um, we have him on the show, we'll let him break we'll down him what he show. does. But but part of the thing he does, he he kind of you know gives the guest a little school and say <laughs> yeah. don't mention Airbnb to nobody, the neighbors. And he goes and if cops come to the door, <laughs> say you're a long term renter. <laughs> kind of like and here's it. Yeah, and I, I don't know if he has a lease drawn up for him or some shit like that. But he tells him to say that he's like yeah. stick to the script. He says a lot of them kind of feel a little weird when I tell them. But hey, I keep running it. It's still making me money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, it is what it is. You it's, know, you got to keep it a hundred with him. Like, hey. <laughs> You want to you want to stay? You got to play to play the game. Play to play to play, yeah. For real. And so where I was getting out, you know, before I jump, we jumped off topic a little. I was talking about um, I got corporate renters in there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Tracy hit me up or hit us, you know, hit the group up. Said anybody want have you know have a place? And so I hit her up. Said yeah, I'm gonna have. We're closing Friday. That's when they need to move in. I was like, yeah, we could do that. We could we could figure it out. And um, always bite off more than you can chew. By the way, Micah, if you want to be successful in life. You know, they say don't bite off more than you can chew. That tests your limits. Always yeah. bite off more Always, than you can yeah. chew. Definitely. Because what's going to happen? I mean, you'll still get fed, right? A little Straight bit of fall out of your mouth, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you either going to throw up or t- swallow it. There you go, man. You're going to keep it down and you're going to throw it up. It's all good. <laughs> Push your limits. Um, Straight up. Yeah, that's good. That's a LLT little quote there. Always yeah. bite off more than you can chew. Straight up. Damn. We turned it on its head. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> how, no, question. How long is your corporate guest going to be there? Well, this is what he um, – I signed him to a month to month because he said – this is what he said. He said for sure, um, I guess that half of April, right, or the 12th he moved in, okay. that chunk of April, and, and the whole of May. Those, that was for sure, for sure. Okay. And he goes, but he's, he's like, like 99% sure that they're going to do a year lease. Him and his wife's going to come to town because they're corporate? from – yeah, they're gonna do a year lease Damn. on that, and so, um, so he's. But you know, he's. It, it, it involved things with work and this and that. But he says he's pretty sure that his. You know, if they like the house, which they do, they've been liking the house. Um, they're gonna go ahead and just and stay there and just rent it for the year at, at that price. You know, and so. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how much you charge? Twenty five hundred a month. Woo! <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Five hundred for a year. But I gotta pay the. I gotta still gotta pay the the electric and, and water. I got. I'm paying that. I know. I know. You, I know. That's what I'm saying. But that's bad. still good. It's not bad. 
It's not bad. If hopefully they sign for a year. Dang, twenty hundred. <laughs> they got a family. What? Right now, it's it's him and like uh, a couple other dudes from work because they work here. They do they do some kind of concrete concrete pouring stuff. I don't know. They're in town for a while, and um, so they. So right now, but his his family, he's like he's pl- planning on bringing his family here in the summer or something like that. Twenty five hundred a year, uh, a real. month. Yeah, so that's a nice little margin right there. It's a nice chunk of change. Yeah. And um, on that note, you know, this is you know he paid me with the check the first time, right? Yeah. You know, paid me for the rest of that month. Of course, I put, you know, I took the Micah advice. We stayed away from the Airbnb, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Stayed away from Airbnb. Stayed away from VRBO. Just went straight, you know, dealing with someone one on one that's going to do a long term lease. Yeah. And so I printed them out a month to month lease and. um and then, hey, Lupita and Mahogany are watching. What's up? And so, um, yeah, they're, they're the real stars of the show. Yeah, they are. Our beautiful wives. <laughs> Our beautiful wives. And so um, they – where was I going with this? I don't know. I'll remember it's 2500 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so he paid for the check with a check, you know, the first month and, um, you know, for the for the deposit in the, in the, in the first months. And then so – so it's May, it's May 1st right now, right? Yeah. So I just sent out a feeler. Well, I sent out a thing, you know, on the yesterday, the 29th and, and of April. And I said, hey, you know, hey, guys, um, hope you all are enjoying the house. If you all need anything, let me know. And um, um, by the way, uh, I could swing by and get the, get the check for this month's rent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so, um, and I texted it to, I texted it to both of the dudes. And, and the, like, the younger dude is staying there. He said, hey, um, yeah, um, so-and-so is going to call you. And so, and he called me. He said, "Hey, Steve, this is you know." I didn't say I'm not gonna say his name or nothing, but um, yeah, I'm actually headed to, to Cincinnati right now, and um, my my um, sister unexpectedly died, and so like it was, it's a shock to all of us. It was not you know, none of us saw it, not saw it coming. So you know, she 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 passed away. And I and I have to hop on this plane. I'm gonna I have to go back over there. You know, he goes. I'm gonna get you your rent. You know, I just didn't have time to write you a check. I I um. I mean, is there any way I could pay with you know credit card or something like that? I was like, yeah, oh, man. You know, sorry for your loss. You know, hope hope y'all are, you know thoughts and prayers and everything. And um, <laughs> and you know, I just read the comment. And then and then it's not not some reading. Never mind. It sounds it sounds weird. We're laughing about this. We're not laughing about that. It's a serious thing. Yeah, but, oh, but shit. Mahogany yeah, wrote, but but Mahogany wrote something on the thing. Yeah. And anyways, um, so yeah, I said, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll find. I said, you, do you have, you know, of course, I went the the, the free suspects. I want pay. Yeah. You have PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. You have any of those? No, you know, he, he's an older dude. He goes, I, you know, I could pay with a credit card somehow. Just send me an invoice, and it's like, okay, I'll, I'll send you a. I have a square. I can send you that. Ooh. And so, and so, and see, he's already doing the math. Anyways, anyways, so I, um, but I mean, it's, it hit me as a shock too, you know, he's, he wanted to square it up, he wanted to pay, he, he had to jump on a plane, you know, it was a family emergency type deal. And so, um, I sent him, I went into my Square app and I, and I sent him an invoice for 2500 boom. And, um, he paid it today. And, but in the meantime, I looked up what the percentage they take is 2.9% for, if you send an invoice to pay invoices, two point nine percent. It was seventy three bucks. Oh, that ain't bad. That it ain't bad. bad. 
it ain't bad. But uh, my buddy T at work told me because I was asking him. He rents. He does the the. He has the what's it called? The, the duplexes. He has duplexes. Okay. Yeah, and so he um <laughs> he has some funny stories by the way of renters and stuff <laughs> and chicks trying to chicks get trying to get that free rent. <laughs> oh oh oh! I see where this is going. T has some funny stories. <laughs> We gotta get him on the cast. We need to get T on the cast. He's hilarious. He's trying to get that free rent. I'll tell you one story. But after this, after this serious, serious story. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Man, we just roll like that. Whatever. Um, So, anyways, yeah, so it charges me that. And what what T suggested, he goes, man, if he goes, he goes, I have Square. He goes, I never use it. You know, they pay me whatever. They pay me cash or check or whatever. Uh But um, if I ever did take it, he goes, all you got it on that invoice, did you put, um, um, what's it called, a fee on there? Did you put a, what's it called? A a processing fee fee or transaction. I said, no, man, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's all you got to do. Just put the, the rent and put processing fee, whatever it was, at 73 bucks, and then yep. it's on there. It's like, that's how big businesses do it. That's true. And yeah. I said, that's just think like a big business. And I was like, man, that's a good point. But I the really didn't have – I was scrambling because I – you know, he yeah, it's the first time. Didn't know that. But the next, the next, you know, next month when he pays up yeah. again, I'll tell him, hey, y'all, it's cool to play with a credit card, but, you know, they're hitting me with this fee. So, yeah, I got to – No, 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 no. You're just going to tell them – I mean – yeah, you just be like, hey, the credit card fee, man, it comes out to about 4.5%. I'm not going to try to make money. <laughs> hey, man. hey, I've already got a good deal. What do they say? What yeah, do they even, say? Even, Give even, them 10, 10 times the value of what you expect in, in even money. Even better deal at 4.5%. Oh, my God, he's a step ahead, man. Two man, steps ahead. Because I'm like, if they hit me at 3.9, man, 4.5, that ain't nothing. Man. Like, hey, man, the credit card company, man, I don't know what to tell you. 4.5. Yeah, hey, he might be able to chunk up that bread. But you know oh, what's cool as hell? Go ahead. But, oh, no, I was going to give you a quick word of advice, though. What, did, did, did he have cash? You don't know? I didn't even ask if he had cash. I know I never accept cash when I, do, when I deal with rentals. Yeah, 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 but... Let's say he did have cash. I've had my, my current tenant who's in my condo does this. Once I told, I would if he if I know he has cash, I'll just tell him to make a Zelle account, make a just create Zelle because almost all banks do Zelle. And you get your money instantaneously. Nice, nice, yeah, nice, nice. Zelle's nice. the man. I, I've I've actually backing away from Cozy if I can for taking payments. If you can get Zelle, Zelle is like the best. No fees. I love Zelle. Yeah, Zelle's the truth. I have um, my um, my Hearst room, uh, uh, my Hearst tenant. She mm-hmm. uses Zelle. She asked Bam, me, and I was I like, "Yeah, it. oh yeah, I got. It. I'll take Zelle." Yeah. And um, actually, you know, it's the thing. My credit union doesn't use Zelle. I guess maybe not. Not all the credit unions. Yeah, are part of credit union is probably going to use it. But but I have a Chase account for my you know yeah. for the rental properties, so um, they take it. The cool thing about you know, this is the first time I ever sent someone an invoice, mm-hmm. and it's it's what's cool about it is Send it that PayPal? I um well I did it through um Square, oh, okay. Square the Square app, and they have well not only do they have the Square app, it asks me if you want to track your invoices better, you can use download the Square invoice app, so it's a different app. So, anyways, I downloaded it, and you can see your invoices real good, mm-hmm. and um and the cool thing is you can make that recurring. That invoice recurring every single first of the month, okay. it'll send them an in. That would, I mean, if you think about it, it takes your hands off of it even further. You know, really? the first of the month comes. You know, my first my first renters little little bit little ghetto. They <laughs> I got I got to send them a little poke. You know, hey hey, first of the month. You got a little what? Right, a little, little, <laughs> okay, I get it, I get it, I got your money. I got your money. <laughs> 
I got your money. I got your money. Don't worry. <laughs> um, baby, uh, I got you. Baby, I got your money. Oh, <laughs> No, oh, no, no. But um, <laughs> but anyways, with that Square app, it sends them on the when you 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 set it on the date you want. Okay. You know, first of the month, boom, it hits them up. Okay, hey, you know, this is um Stephen Stitch, Stephen Chair Real Estate. Remind yeah. you know, reminding you, you got you know twenty five hundred dollar invoice and thank you for doing business with us. You know, it's real professional. Yeah. And then of course, if they don't pay it that day, it, the next day, boom, it hits them up again. Hey, you know, you still have this invoice to pay. Of course, if you're doing long term. Technically, you, you give them to the fourth, right? That's just that's just uh, I know, I, not that's just how you live in an apartment complex. I remember living in apartment complexes. Give me to the fifth, and, and you, you yeah, you go drop it off on the fourth after they closed already. That gives you an extra day, right? You drop it in the midnight box, yeah, <laughs> and then you you forgot to sign the check. Oh crap! I got to you know that gives you yeah. another day. I'm just <laughs> Hey, hey, I hit people up that first day of the month. Hit their send payment request button on on Zelle. <laughs> but that but that's cool how you can make it on, on Square, make it a recurring yeah, yeah. payment. And and it says allow them to store a credit card or not. And I said, Well yeah, I'll allow I'll allow them to store a credit card. And so um You're that's it's solve. pretty cool. It kinda bring one more um level of taking your hands off your business and letting it run itself. You know I thought what? that was pretty cool. I, I like that because I remember earlier when I was talking to you, I was like, man, you got to be careful with people paying with credit cards. But, man, I'm actually thinking about Square just so I can go charge that 4.5%. Oh, because I'll do it. I'll <laughs> charge 4.5%. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that's how big – like your boy said, that's how the big guys make that's, their money. That's how the businesses do it, man. Straight sure. up. You go to a little Asian market, man, they, they don't want you to pay with a card. You know, they'll, they'll charge yeah. you. Two, two, three percent to pay with your credit card, or right? Yeah, because they, they get hit with the fees. Yeah, then they yeah. hit you with the yeah. You got to be more than five dollars. Yeah, big, big. You know, Walmart's in them. They can eat that all day. They yeah. don't care. But um, like the mom and pops, yeah, that's a, that's that's taking money out of their ass. Yeah. Anyway, so Square, I really like Square. I own stock in them too, so yeah, they're a good company. Might have to get that get on that, man. I just hopped back in the stock my stock market actually. Oh, did you buy some Apple? Nah, I bought some marijuana stocks. <laughs> Hop back in on the marijuana, man. Uh, Who'd my, you buy? Uh, what was the name of it? Canopy Growth. Was it Canopy, Canopy. Growth? It might have been. Like my um, my dad's in all the little stock groups where he, they all pay to play, and then they uh, shoot back a stock that's gonna hit, and then he just sends me the stock, and I just buy it. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so it, it was a marijuana stock. He, I got a couple more I need to buy too. But yeah, sweet, sweet. That that sticky icky. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sticky icky <laughs> making that green. But one more thing about Square. Uh, yeah, I'm tooting Square's horn, but it you know it does take like a, it says a day, a day or one or two business days to get to your bank account, right? Really, it goes to okay. Square. You know, that's pretty much most of them do that crap. But now they're offering the Square card. You can get you a Square card. It works like a debit card, right? Instantaneous payment. And instantaneous in your account. You can go start using that debit card right away. Square, man. Seeing a lot of man, a lot of people just getting with that instant payment. Like even Uber and like uh, Uber's like legit with that instant payment. Like you can go drive for Uber, make one hundred and fifty bucks, get paid right then and there. Nice. They could go home and. Have some grocery, put some groceries on your table, you know. But yeah, I mean, everybody's getting with that instant, instantaneous payment. That is cool. Yeah. So I'm looking at yours. Decrease expenses with multiple streams of income. 
Yeah, man, I'm actually that. That goes back to what I told you earlier. I'm like, man, we might look to build, get a house built from the ground up. The way you want it built. Yeah, take them the floor plan. Like, hey, here's because I was when I was coming up to your house. There's a uh, they're building brand new houses over there. Yeah. So I'm thinking about hopping on one of those. You know, just I just need a lot. Once I get the lot, I already have the floor plan of what I want. Get the just floor make plan two built. guest houses. Shit. Yeah, you could. But I want to be living for free. Get me a whole house, live for free, and then start taking that money and throwing it back into real estate, man. You got used to living for free, renting out of your house. Man, you? I got used to that, dude. <laughs> that living for free was nice. But for free and then some. Shit, yeah, dude. for real. So I was like, damn, I gotta think about buying me another house. Then I'll sell my current house and we'll go throw that at some rental properties or something. So yeah, man, that's man. That was a nice little chunk of change coming in. <laughs> but yeah. I want to give a shout, a shout out to this book from the uh, Bigger Pockets. Okay. They finally did a Burr book. And I've been fascinated fascinated with the Burr method yeah. for so long. It's called, yeah, it's right here. There's the book. Uh, buy, Rehab, Rent, Refinance, and Repeat. It's called The Burr Book by David Green. And um, I've never ordered a damn book from them, from <laughs> Bigger Pockets. <laughs> book for them. Because they're like, you know, how to sell your house or um, how to buy a house with no zero or no money down, blah, blah, blah. Um. Yeah, but this one is 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 the is fascinating to me because, you know, the Burr process. I've, I've explained it on the show. You buy a house, the B. You know, you you renovate it, you um, rent it out. You know, with us, we we'd look to Airbnb or corporate. You know, make yeah. double double the rent, and um, then you go refinance that house that you fixed up. You gotta gotta get a beater now. You gotta get a fixer upper, a beater house <laughs> that that helps. That helps. And then so, and then let's just say you bought a fixer for fifty grand, you put twenty in it, and it's worth one hundred and twenty. You know, so seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's you may you can pull out fifty grand, or you know whatever it's a percentage. You can pull out forty grand back, almost 60%. all your money, right? You uh, yeah. six, what is it on a rental? 60. Uh, 60, eighty on a primary, sixty to seventy-five percent. I don't know. It's some it's eighty like, on. A, well, if, if you claim it as your primary, you can, you can pull, pull out, out 80. seventy-five or eighty. You can pull out eighty if you claim it as primary. So we could take it one step further. We can live in that mug and Airbnb yeah. it most of the time while we're there, yeah. and then bounce right, and then pull the money out, and then bounce well, to the well, next well, house. Hold on, we'll get to the stipulations of illegal. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't Airbnb it. We'd be living there, of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, and so you and so you um you refinance, you pull your money, most of it or all of your money out, you know, in, in a dream situation, you pull all 50 grand that you put in and fixing that house up, put it on a 30-year note cuz uh, you know, when you buy it, you either buy it cash or you buy it hard money, or however you buy it, you, you know, you buy it hopefully you can save up 50 grand and do it that way. That'll be great. And then you buy it to pay off your hard money loan, right? Well, you could do it that way, or let's say you, you just bust your ass and save fifty grand to buy you a fixer upper, yeah. and then go in there and slowly fix it up, and then you know get renters in there, and then refinance it. And you could pull all fifty grand back out if you do it right, you know. Yeah. And you use that same fifty grand to buy the next house, and you do the same thing. You buy it, uh, renovate it, rent it out, refinance, pull that fifty grand out again, 
and then get you another house. So I, it's, it's called the velocity of money. That same dollar is buying you the next house and the next house and the next. Burr. And, I, and I, it's the burr. And I was like, that's a freaking cool way to do it, man. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of, um, you know, you have to worry. I guess you, you know, worry about interest rates and cash flows. And of course, you got to buy, you got to buy right and all that stuff. But, but the fact that you could actually, you know, use the same dollar over and over again just to commu- accumulate um, cash flow in properties, that's how you do Instead of just, oh, I'm going to save up 50 grand this year, buy a house, you know, fix it up, rent it out. And then I'm going to save up again another 50 grand. That'll take me another year Growing or two. Too slow. And you're growing slow. But and and what his main argument in the book was and is like, um, not only are you accumulating properties faster, but you know, he goes. He he pointed out how do you learn how to shoot a basketball? How do you learn how to you know play baseball? How do you learn how to ski? You got to do it over and over and over again. Repetition, repetition, yeah, yeah, yeah. repetition. Repetition always goes. And, and that's how you learn. And he goes. And so while you're buying all these, you know, a house after house after house, you know, one or two a month. Or every two months, you know, you're you. Not only are you getting more houses, but you're learning how to do how to how to do it more efficiently. Yeah. What to look for, you know, how to fix them, what what uh, materials to use. You get good contractors that will start working with you. You get better pricing from the contractors. I mean, because the more you know, the more free throws you shoot, the better you're going to get at shooting free throws. If you shoot one free throw every year or two, you're not going to get very good at it. Right. About to be Shaq out there. <laughs> <laughs> So that that book got me um, got me all excited again because I was like, you know, every now and then I hear the the Dave Ramsey whispers and stuff. Hey man, you're getting into too much debt now. You need to, you know. <laughs> man, that was a perfect. That was a perfect. That was a perfect little. <laughs> Start paying down some of this debt, okay? Don't be an idiot, man. Okay? Oh man, is there such thing as good debt? Uh, there's good leverage. <laughs> Real talk. I like that answer. I like that answer. And he and he and he said that's the, you know you're getting with leverage. He loves leverage because it gets your money to work for you. Yeah. I said people leverage things all the time. You you have your small business. You leverage other workers to help you run the small business and and make it successful. You know. You have a startup. You leverage other people's you know you know helping your startup to make it run good. And it's just um you're leveraging your money. Yeah. It's either just sitting in your house or you're putting it to work. You're putting your money to work in another house. Then you take it out, put it to work in another house. He goes. Yeah. And so, um, and just, he said that, that, he mentioned it too, you know, nowhere else in the in the world does, does, some, does uh, someone give you a third, give you like 200, let's say 100000 or $200,000 at like 3% and give you 30 years to pay him back. He goes, no one does that. He goes, no I talk. mean, you might as well take advantage of that stuff. That's just, I mean, that's powerful Free money. leverage. That's free money. That's real talk, man. That's free money. Yeah, government subsidized free money. Might as well take advantage. Yeah, land so of anyways. capitalism. Yeah, get the book, and um, yeah, it'll change your world. Man. Oh, hold on. You got a topic on here I'm interested in. Oh. Had to cancel a guest reservation first time ever. What happened, <laughs> what happened with that? Man, I I I kind of felt kind of felt bad about it a little too, you know. And I've never had to. I've never had to before. And I um, the thing is, here's what happened. And I mentioned it kind of on another on a previous show. So a guest had um had booked. I mean, I had left my window open all the way through April, but then that's when I found my long term rental was before April. You know, it was a few months before, but someone. 
some Yahoo booked way out in advance in a week, um, this past week, you know, like in April 25th. Mm-hmm. They, they took that week, even though, like, it was way far in the future, and I was like, oh, crap. That was right before I was going to shut off my, you know, shut off the dates on my Airbnb. Yeah. But someone grabbed that week way out. I was like, man. And, the, and that, the, that renter, she wanted to move in April 1st. And so I was like, well, and that's when I told her, too, you know, well, you know, if you... If you um, if you're cool with it, maybe you know maybe I can rent it out that week, and you can stay at my other my other rental or my other place over there in um, in Arlington, the one I just moved out of. Mm-hmm. But of course, I got corporate renters right away day one, so she can't go there. Hey. And um, and then when she was moving in that day, we were happen- happening to get um, we were clearing out some stuff from the Hearst house when she was moving in. She had a lot of stuff, man. I mean, a lot of stuff. You know, she was she had like a big old U-Haul truckload. I was like, man, I need I. Can't, I can't rent this place. I'm not going to ask her to move all her crap or shove it all in the garage, you know. Yeah. And um, should have told your renters so. to book with me, <laughs> or tell her to book one of my spots downtown overlooking the city. She would have been straight. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she had to move all her stuff. I feel move all her stuff, and and she had um like she drives a hearse. First of all, I told you that before, and um. <laughs> Oh man, that makes this even more weird. But go ahead. She's a real gothic and had some real gothic type stuff, and I don't know. It would have been uh, uh, not wrong with that, but just I think a family would be like a little uh, weirded out about it, you know? Some skeletons going on. Anyways, so I just, I just, I tried to, I tried to think of all kinds of ways. And in the meantime, I mean, we we had to go do our trip to Mexico. We came because we moved so fast. Did our trip to Mexico, came back, we still got stuff everywhere here, and I'm like, man, that's just, there's no way I can do it, I gotta cancel. I called Airbnb, I said, hey man, um, check it out, Hearst, city of Hearst, I mean, this was like a few weeks, like two weeks, three weeks oh, yeah, away, because yeah. I, I was thinking of everything, but I couldn't figure out how to how to get these people in some other spot, and um, I just called Airbnb, I said, listen, this um, city of Hearst uh, just canceled, uh, just banned Airbnb. Mm-hmm. They're gonna charge me two thousand dollars a day uh, if I if I do Airbnb and I got one more listing and I, I I said I can't do it and they said oh yeah let me see let me look, let me look at something real quick I don't know what all he researched I called the the superhost hotline right yeah I don't know what all he researched he might have researched City of Hearst Texas and yeah sure enough there's a ban mm-hmm. or he might have researched if I've ever canceled anybody before and then he said oh okay yeah we understand you know those bans are happening all over the country and we get mm-hmm. these calls all the time so yeah we're gonna go ahead and cancel it we'll try to find him something and um, yeah I said well you know, here's here's what I'm concerned with. Will, will it hit, will it ding me as a super host? I have a cancellation. No, no, no. It's not. It's 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 the city that did it. Not it's not your fault. And I said, well, what about um, can they put a, like a bad review on me that I canceled on them or what, no, whatever? Whatever. She goes, no, no. That they they won't be able to do that either. I was like, oh, okay. Well, all right. Thank you very much. And so they canceled them. And I did get a message from those people. Say, hey, um, I just got a message from someone that says they're Airbnb, but I don't know if it's spam. Is, is this is this reservation still? Is this is this still good, or did it really cancel? I was like, yeah, you know, I, I explained it to them. Unfortunately, they banned it in my city. Two thousand dollars a day fine. You know, blah blah blah. Oh man, that sucks. You know, I don't know how, how they, they send us some places, but there's nothing that I mean that's, that we can afford in such short notice. And I said, well, I'll look at my network and see if I know anybody. Yeah. And um, I didn't. When they coming? They already. They, it was this past week, so oh, so I don't know man. what happened with that. Should have hit me up, man. You didn't hit my line. I would have had somewhere for him to stay. That's that's when I put it out there, 
I put on the date on that on that Facebook and you said, hey, you know, they're not going to respond to you because they're afraid to they they're afraid to. Oh yeah, I did see that. Oh, hold on, where do they want to be in Arlington? Uh, uh here in Hearst, they were going to rent the Hearst house. Yeah, I want Hatton over there. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. So, anyways, yeah, I felt bad. I mean, I mean, I didn't get dinged, but I feel bad for that family because I've never ever canceled anybody. Oh, I have. <laughs> Not on Airbnb though. I double, I, I got double booked one time, man. I just canceled the home away guest. It's like, man, sorry, man. Stuff came up. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess my advice is, you know, I, I, I thought, and I'm usually good at, you know, figuring out something. Yeah, but then just everything happened and I couldn't figure it out. So, so um, that was the, the best thing best, you could have done. Well, no, well the best thing I could have done was uh, canceled it right away as soon as I got a long termer in there. That would have given him more time. That would have given him like a couple months to find something, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, instead of just thinking, oh, I can figure this out. I can figure this out. I could. I should have just ripped the bandaid off and just and canceled it and just gave the, the that family, you know, a yeah. better, uh, a more opportunity to find something. Because finding something last minute that was going to cost them a lot of money, yeah, and Airbnb sure. ain't going to do nothing to help them. I'm sure. Nah. Yeah. Well, no, no. no what they eh, what they might do is they might pay the difference from what they had already paid. You know what I mean? Then it's a win win for them and Airbnb. Now Booking dot com would have done that. <laughs> for real? Remember that they would do that and they'd send me the invoice for the difference. Remember oh, that shit? Yeah. I, I think Airbnb would too because Airbnb, if you cancel. Airbnb doesn't get paid, at least I don't think, meaning they don't get their little fee. So I think they would probably pay the difference, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or have the guests pay the difference. Like, look, we'll put you in this spot. You just paid a difference. Yeah. That's what I would do. Hmm. So, yeah, that's my cancellation story, man. Hey, um, man. Oh, I see you were talking about some refi rates. I locked in my rate today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, what'd you get? 4.5. Went up. Point three percent, point three one two five percent. That's on your primary. Yeah, that's not bad. Dude. I know it ain't. I was like, man, I was like, oh snap! I can walk in four point five. Oh yeah, I'm in there. I always leave it to the crooked ass Wells Fargo. To yeah, I love them, man. I love they crooked ass, man. That's probably why it took so long to get my stuff refinanced, man. They're probably doing some dirty work back there, <laughs> <laughs> scheming up on the funds. <laughs> So, hey, I love Wells Fargo. They're always cool with me. (laughs) Hey, so if anything ever pops off and they have to cancel all our loans, we're good. Good, man. Yeah. I I told you that Houston thing, right? Did I talk to you about that? that, Did we talk about it on on the cast? Uh, What happened in Houston? I had mentioned that... um, a job opportunity came up oh, in Houston. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We talk about on the cast or, on, or, or just me and you? Just me and you. It was just me and you. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I um, <laughs> It's funny because we just moved in here. We just got this house, closed on it, started moving in, and then I, I heard about this opportunity in Houston because uh, we're opening up some jobs. H-town. H-town. And I And I was like, you know what? I told my wife. I was like, hey, check this out. <laughs> I know we just got this house. This is your dream house, you know, our forever home. But um, what if I got a job in Houston? We go there, and um, and we're able to buy a house there. Cause I even called Wells Fargo. I even, well, I, I emailed Wells Fargo first. I said, "Hey, listen, you know, I might have to, you know, switch jobs to Houston. Is there a way I could just rent this one out and then go and then go um, buy a house in Houston?" And they're like, he goes, yeah, that would be that would be acceptable because it's far, you know, it's a far away uh, location." 
you know, you don't have to wait a year to rent out wow. and then move. So if you do, if you have to move for job related or whatever, you can um, they'll they'll finance you to another house and you can rent out the previous one even a week later. You know what I'm saying? Because I said, oh fuck, you know, we gotta go to Houston now. And so I, I was like, well, look, look, honey, look, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I said, I could move over there. I could take that job in Houston. We can buy a house in Houston, you know, find a nice spot, and then um, be there for a little bit, and then say, hey, I put in my transfer to come back to DFW right away. We'll move back to your dream house, and we'll have a rental in Houston. That That'd was, you know, thinking of as, as a dude, as you know, an investor type mentality. I yeah, like, yeah. I found a big paper. ass loophole, man. <laughs> hey, I know. Hey, I hope everybody just took notes on that. So you uh, buy a house. <laughs> Want to get another one? Move away. Move away. <laughs> move away. And then they'll waive that one year or six month wait. You know. And, um, so I was so like, is that the wait? You know, they say six months, but then some some banks say to be on the safe side, say wait a year and then you can move again. And so, um, six yeah, months. Six months to a year. Damn. They said with extenuating circumstances, you can do six months, but with. Uh, Mostly, if you stay in a house a year and then you can move. That's what I've been doing every year, moving to the yeah, next house. Yeah, that's dope. I like that. But I found a loophole. I can, if I had a job opportunity in Houston, move there within a few weeks. Yeah, for real. <laughs> put in the put in. I say, oh crap! I'll call Wells. Well, I didn't even have to call Wells Fargo at that point. I got I had to move back to DFW. H town, just yeah. down the street too, and man. And then I just have my have my rental there, and I tell my buddy about it. I tell my cousin about it because he's all getting. He's he likes hearing me. I don't know if he likes hearing me talk about real estate. I like talking to him about real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he thinks it's cool. But um I was like, yeah. And he goes, Well, how are you gonna run a how are you gonna run a house in Houston? I was like, Man, it's all it's all on this thing, man. It's all automated, man. I run I run all my houses on this shit. I don't go yeah, checking the phone, on my, baby. <laughs> Straight up. Phone. So you got the cozy app, you know, yeah. you got you got Airbnb, you got whatever, you got you get your handyman over there, you know, you're you can, Man, you know what? I'm loving about houses, and you'll probably like this too. Speaking of that, like managing it, man. If you get some of them uh, ring doorbells and the Vivint system set up, man, you always know what's going on at your house. That's what I mentioned too. The ring, yeah. I do need to get the ring. Yeah, Yeah. man, that stuff's dope, man. I love it. What is the Vivint? Vivint's the whole security system. They'll put uh, cameras all around the outside of your house. Oh shit! Front, back. Side to side. Yeah, side to side, <laughs> all that. You know what I'm saying? Make it bounce and turn. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah I mean, yeah, Vivint, they got a pretty good security system. They're pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving it for my houses. Nice. So where's your, uh, so, man, oh, yeah, I was, well, I was in the gym this morning. The reason I texted you so early this morning, I was in the gym, and I was in the sauna. And I saw that big thing about Venezuela, you know, everything that's going on down there with the riots and stuff. Yeah. And I know, how far is Venezuela from Argentina? They touch or no? Mm, I don't, no, they don't touch. Because it's, no, because Argentina is way down south. It's, it's past Brazil. You go keep going south past yeah. Brazil. It's Argentina. Yeah, because Venezuela is going, because I heard your, you said your boy, he was getting ready to chunk the deuces. Oh, my buddy uh, Federico, my good friend, the one who went to Argentina to yeah. go, to, go uh, to the wedding. He, um, it's getting bad over there financially. Dang. He said, like in the last year, his bank account has dropped like one to one third of what it was because of inflation. So let's say that it was like twenty to I don't know, it's twenty to twenty pesos to a dollar, then it went to thirty, then it went to forty. Now it's like forty-seven, going to fifty. So what that means is his bank account, the money he has in his bank account, just keeps losing value, like yeah. a third of what it was, man. And he said it's just 
They said it just they see it as getting worse. So he he got married and his his wife actually she was um she was born here and grew up here and then moved to Argentina when she was young. And so she has citizenship, American oh, citizen. Yeah. So he can start applying because he married an American citizen. He yeah. can start applying. She's she's been the one that not really want to come over here. She don't want to live here. She loves Argentina, this and that. Mm-hmm. And uh, has all her family there and stuff. You know, it's understandable. But now she's finally starting to come around. He's like, because he works for American Airlines too, and he he's real smart. He he, he runs a whole whole South America operations, man. Damn. So he can get a he can get a job over here pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. And um and I said, man, I'll teach you the real estate ropes while you're here. Because he's talking about right away. He's like, yeah, you know, we're thinking of moving there. And of course, I'd work at DFW first because that's the biggest, you know, that's the that's the biggest hub and all this stuff. All the all the offices are here. But then, then I want, we want to go to live in New England or something like that. And I was like, New England? He's like, like yeah, we just, you know, we lived it up there. It's real beautiful, this and that. I was like, oh, shit. It's cold and expensive, too. Yeah, the winters <laughs> ain't no joke, man. And then he said something like, oh, maybe Portland, too. Maybe the, the Northwest. And I was like, I said, man, y'all got some expensive tastes. <laughs> yeah, for real. I've lived in Portland 19 years. I wouldn't go back, ever. <laughs> Right, man. Uh, I, what I was telling them, I was like, dude, I know it sounds, I know people say, whatever, Dallas ain't the prettiest, whatever, part of the country, whatever. Yeah. But it's the cheapest cost of living. You can invest here. You can grow your money here. You got all the overtime you want here in DFW. Plus, I tell everybody when they tell me that, it's like, yeah, it might not be the prettiest, but my backyard is the entire world. Because if I can hop on any plane in DFW, man, anywhere in the world. I tell anybody that if you move to Dallas, that is the best thing in the world. You can fly anywhere for three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Anywhere, mm-hmm. New York, Miami, Vegas, Portland, Seattle, L.A. Like you can fly. It's the dead middle of the country, man. That's what I love about Dallas. And you can fly. You can fly all the way to what's it called now? Uh, Dubai. Oh yeah, Qatar Airways here. Yeah, you can fly to Dubai straight through. My like, bro, right. you, you can't. You can't beat living in Dallas. Like you can, if you got family somewhere, you can. On a plane, you out. Yeah. Straight up. Like, me and Mahogany went, just went to Portland for the weekend, came back. Oh, nice. I mean, you know, we're going to do, do New York soon. So, yeah, I, that is like, and no state, no state income tax. Yep, that's another thing, yeah. yeah. So, our backyard is the entire world because we can get anywhere from DFW. Straight up. Whereas, if he tries to fly out of um, Boston, you know, you're limited, not a lot of flights. You got to fly to New York, or you fly to fly to Miami, or you got to fly to Dallas to get somewhere else. You know? <laughs> there you go. Or if you, even the same thing with uh, trying to fly out of Seattle or Portland. It's always packed, man. man. It's always hard. It's hard to fly out of those. You, you, the, know? you all the way in the corner of the country, man. Exactly. I ain't so, gonna lie. The one thing, good thing about Portland, though, you you can't fly to Vegas for like ninety bucks. <laughs> That's the only good thing, you know. Yeah. But anywhere else, you gotta fly into Miami, six seven hundred dollars. You know, it's just or you gotta catch one of them Travelocity specials. Yeah, put you yeah. in a small ass seat. <laughs> nah, that is. And see, um, and Federico and his wife Carolina, they're yeah. globetrotters, man. They they travel all over the world. He's been over, you know, he's been over to like fifty, sixty countries in the world. And she's been a bunch of them with them. And I said, man, y'all love to travel. What the hell are you trying to live somewhere where it's hard to travel, you know? Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. right here. You just hop on a plane and you're gone, shit. For real. And so he, he was, I was explaining him. He was um, asking me, because I told him, oh, by the way, we got another house. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wow, congratulations. I sent him the pictures on Zillow. I said, wow, it's got a pool, blah, blah, blah. 
And I was like, he's like, how are you doing it? And I was like, I was like, man, I told you, I, you know, I'm doing the real estate thing, you know. And I told him, this is what you got to do when you get here. I'll help you get that. Well, I'm not going to help money wise, but I'll tell you how to. I'll show you how to get that first house. You know? <laughs> he had to correct himself. Wow. I'm not going to give you no money. <laughs> oh if man, he needs a little help. I'll, I'll figure out a, a loan to make. You know? <laughs> Better learn to charge that four and a half percent. That's low, bro. However you want to charge it, man. Just kidding. Got to arbitrage that interest rate. Just kidding. But I told him, that's what you got to do. Get you a starter home, 3-2. You know, I told him what size to look for. You live in there for a year, then bounce to the next one, bounce to the next one, get the first four or five, you know. It's in, and um, Is he married? I mean, not is he married. Does he have kids? No kids. They don't want to have kids for a while. Man, I would have told them, man, you better go buy you a five-plex and live in one of them units. (laughs) It's only two of (laughs) y'all. Go live in one of them units, live there, bounce to the next one. You got five units right there. That's even better. Oh, I was talking to my boy. I didn't know this. If you have five or more, it's considered commercial. Oh, oh, really? In a five-plex, you mean? Yeah, that's considered commercial. Oh, no shit. Is that good or bad? Good. Your your uh your loans are a little bit better, and the, how you refi is a little bit better. My boy was telling me about it. Hmm. He's like, yeah, because I asked him because like I told him I knew where some uh, multifamilies was. He was like, are they five or more? I was like, no, nah, I got. I, th- I think I got a couple of them that are fives, and I got some more, some that are fours. He's like, I only want five or more. And I was like, why is that? And he was broke it down to me. He goes, yeah, it counts as a commercial loan. And he was like, you get get your money. It's a, a little bit better leverage, I guess. So I was like, oh shit. I didn't know that. But yeah. That's how you learn, man. Networking. That's Straight the, up. That's how you learn. And um Yeah, but that was funny. I was telling Federico all that he goes, Wow, that you can do that? He goes he goes, How come how come everybody doesn't do that then over there? And I was like, 'Cause they're <laughs> they're you know, first of all We don't need you know, everybody. People doing are, it. People are scared. <laughs> yeah. And people they just wanna punch the clock, go home. And eat some food, drink some drink, and watch whatever game of th- watch whatever show, and game then just fall asleep and do it all over again, and and do Straight that till like seventy years old. I said, but I ain't trying to do that. And I said, and if you play your cards right, you're young. He's in his twenties. Y'all are in your twenties. He's in his twenties. Yeah, I said you could be, you could do this. What I'm trying to teach you here, and be he? retired, huh? How old is he? He's like twenty six, twenty seven. Oh damn! Yeah. He got the whole world ahead yeah, of him. Yeah, right? I said y'all can. Y'all don't got kids yet. Y'all can do this house hacking, bouncing around, getting these, building up these properties, getting this cash flow. You could be retired by 40, dude. I said, if you go try to live somewhere expensive, you ain't never going to retire. You're just going to be living in a a one-bedroom, two-bedroom condo paint where you could buy a mansion for here. For real, dog. (laughs) And you'll never retire. Over here, there's, you know, whatever. You got to live in Dallas for a little while, but it ain't the worst city. Yeah. Yeah, I love Dallas, man. I love the middle of the country. I love it, too. Love it. But anyways, that's what um, uh, I guess I this one. He's only twenty six and been to that many countries. Yeah, yeah, that's he, dope. He's been that's working dope. for American, so he he goes and trains all over the world too. Really? Whenever he, oh trains he, like he, he trains the the call centers. He does oh, like the okay. call centers for American Airlines. He speaks multiple languages. Yeah, Spanish and English. Yeah. Okay, Two and languages. so um, and probably Portuguese too. I'm not quite sure. I think he knows because over there you're right by Brazil, so he probably okay. knows some of that too. Man, <clears throat> I turned a big dirty 30 this month, so I ain't going to be in the 20s with him for too long. But see, you, you're already financial free. What is it I called? wish. <laughs> I ain't financially free yet, especially this arbitrage about to get shut down. <laughs> nah, but uh, I'm pushing. I'm trying to get there. By 40 for sure, you'll, be, you'll have the choice if you want to work or not, right? As a, as a 9 to 5. 
I think. Yeah. I think so. In ten years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Hopefully. If I keep it, I keep the grind going. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Start, at least accumulate one or two every year. Shit. Yeah, yeah I You'll need to. That's why I'm trying to go ahead and accumulate something now. I'm trying to cut back on my living expenses. This whole stopping that house hack, man. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta pay my mortgage, man. What's this? No. <laughs> Because I remember when I first told my realtor we was going to stop, she was like, y'all sure about that? I was like, yeah. She was like, when was the last time you paid your mortgage? Mahogany looked, she was like, dang, it's been like two years since we paid our mortgage. I was like, for real. Jeez. I know, man. We were, we were stacking chips. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, this was a good show. We're yeah. over an hour now, I think. Yeah, an well, hour and four minutes. We have a lot more topics. If you want to roll another one, we could. Or did you want to just extend this one out? I don't know, we could extend it, man. It's been a while. Okay, yeah. This is going to be a long episode, y'all, so bear with us. I like what you said. Live in, fix up, pull out equity. Okay, we talked about that. Refi rates. What did you mean by time heals all REI wounds? What wound did you have in the real estate world? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. I guess I saw it as the whole... Because inflation's a real deal, right? Yeah. Every year, man. You know, I hear it's, um, well, the government always says it's around, uh, what, 2 or 3%. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe 4 But when they, and I hear the real inflation rate's like around 9%. That's what I hear the real deal is. And um, anyways, so what, what I was, was referring to, I was like, I would, I would hear these stories, like, um, especially during the 09 or whatever, you know, people Probably, are... Yeah. People were renting out their houses, but they might have been even. They might have been just barely breaking even or losing a hundred bucks a month, you know, renting out these houses. And so a lot of them that said screw this and sold for a loss, you know, or sold for whatever and just didn't make anything off those houses. And what I was thinking is like, man, if I could, we could just um, set up our business where we can, you know, streamline it as much as we can. And even if the rough time did come, like I was talking about the crash earlier, you know, and. Um, Rents drop, but if we can just hang in there, if we just hang in there, time is on our side because it's going to come back, and it's going to come back with um you know with more steam, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you'll be going from you know barely maybe breaking even or making a little bit, you'll be making a bunch again because money, inflation. I mean, it happens. It, it just c- continues to happen. The dollar keeps. I mean, in, in 20 years from now, 30 years from now, that dollar is going to be worth even less than it was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And so, and and so, if you held on to these houses, and shit, ten, twenty years from now, you'd be sitting pretty. For real. You just gotta wait till. I mean, it's gonna be a struggle. It might be a struggle for a minute, but if you can just hang in there, time heals all REI wounds, man. That's real talk. That's real talk. I like that. So, um, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking. I just it just came to my mind. I was like, yeah, these people that that bounced right after and they sold at the worst freaking time to sell. Imagine if they'd hold out, head on to those houses that they thought was, you know, a hundred thousand was a lot of money to buy them back then. Man, they were like two hundred, you know, two fifty right now. How much? How do you think? Um, is is first off, is it illegal to pick up people's bandit signs? To pick them up? Yeah. Well, they, they shouldn't even be laying there in the first. They sh- it's illegal to put them in the first place in a is lot it? of spots. In a lot of spots, it is. It's illegal to to, to plant them. For real. I might have to start planting some in my neighborhood. I've seen the city pick them up before in their pickups. They start real? gathering up all the all the bandit signs in the corners and shit. I'm about to start. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about starting to place them just in my neighborhood. Oh, for you? Are you going to buy? Oh. 
I mean, pick just to get. If I get some houses on like a short sale or something, like hey, give somebody what they what they owe the bank and they they can't afford it. Yeah. I'd be willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, you got to hustle. You got to find a way to find deals, right? Yeah. I don't know. I work at a man. The only thing is, you get a wholesaler, man. Some of them be on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. Some of them be on some BS, man. But yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking other ways because I'm like you were saying, like when people can't make their rent, the when people are renting houses and they're taking a loss. The other end of that is they bought the house at a bad time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause, like the ones I was showing you, and you know where that we're looking at to buy and invest in. Mortgages are cheap, man. You can get mortgage six, seven hundred dollars. <laughs> you say you know where. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Can't be having people go you know to a secret spot. You know, with those mortgages like six, seven hundred dollars, and then we can we can revitalize that neighborhood. You know, so Jeez. get our Nipsey hustle on. We might even get like some um, small business minority loans going on too. Small to, business minority loans to re- yeah. renovate the neighborhood. We got to talk yeah. to Al about that. I wonder if he ever gets any of that stuff. He probably does. Yeah, see, we got to get Al on again because yeah, he has some good stuff. But yeah, I've been thinking because man, I'm, I'm really trying to like I told you, man, I'm trying to buy a block. You know, if I can get that block, because there's a house that just came up for sale directly across the street from one of my Airbnbs, and I was like, dang. And he he, he like he, he told us about it on purpose because he's seen this doing Airbnb because he goes, oh yeah, all your guests are nice, man. They really pick up the place. I was like, okay. He goes, yeah, I'm about to put mine on the market. I was like, man, how much you trying to get for it? He listed a price. It was a price. I, it was a good price. I just don't want to pay it. Mm-hmm. I, I want that instant equity. Because yeah. if he actually sold his house for that much, I could. if I sold my house, I could sell my house for that much too. Which is, man, <laughs> a nice little chunk of change. But, you know. Yeah, so. to bring up the comps. Yeah, because yeah, that's all you really want. Some One person to sell, you get the comps, bam, you put your house in the market. Because that's really why I want to put my main house on the market right now. Because somebody sold down the street at a nice little price. I was like, oh, houses are this much? Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, that's one thing I'm looking at. That's cool. Uh, we did mention operating underground. I'll go back to real quick with that dude, that um, the guy we're going to get on the show. And yeah. I'm just going to give it like an outline of how he did it, which is freaking genius, right? <laughs> oh, by the way, um, people, there's a lot of talk about dropping pins, right? You know, dropping, changing your address and dropping pins, whatever. Yeah. And that's what this guy did with his listing. And he, I think he operates out of... I won't say where he operates out of because he don't want to get busted. If he's going to be a guest on our show, I don't want him to like, you know, so he's operating out of a place that's banned, right? <laughs> and he straight up went on the one of the forums and said, "Hey, you know, not trying in in a few words calling everybody idiots, but anyways, he's saying <laughs> <laughs> if you were smart, this is what you get to do. This is how I run my business, and I never get popped." And he said that, um, well, first of all, he put the address of a bank that's real close to his house in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. So he put the bank's address on there. Freaking genius! And um, and he dropped the pin right on the bank. So people looking at the pin, they'll see the neighborhood, you know, just and that. That's that's the neighborhood they're going to be staying at. So it's not too far of a stretch. And second, of course, he doesn't put his face on there. He puts a logo. He don't yeah. put the uh, pictures at the front of the house. You know, yeah. he don't do that. You know, like we've we've been preaching. But he takes it, man. He takes it a step further. He's like, um, he 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 puts it on strict strict cancellation. Mm-hmm. And this is why he does it. He puts it on strict. 
So he he claims that there's a lot of um, and Arlington has I know I, I'm not saying he's there but Arlington has a bunch of these old people that have nothing better to do as well yeah. he, he even said it on the show you know there's there's old people that are against Airbnb that have nothing better to do so they'll go around their neighborhoods on the Airbnb site and they'll book these places just so it'll show the address and then they'll cancel you know won't have to pay nothing right yeah and so they have the address and they report them to the city and saying this 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 house is a party house blah blah blah, blah. try to get them shut down you know mm-hmm. they just go all day and boom 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 but when they book his place it's on strict also he informs them you know due to um whatever safety concerns i won't i won't be able to send you the um the address until 2 days before booking or the day of, or the day of, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, he goes, you know, don't worry, you know, this is, you know, it's a real thing. But a day before booking, I'll send you the address. You know, you won't be able to get a refund at that date, but you know, don't worry, everything's cool. So these people, that defers that 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 keeps those those old people that ain't got nothing better to do or anti Airbnbers from booking just so they can cancel just to see the address because then they'll be out like some serious money and they can't yeah. afford to do that shit on a fixed income. A <laughs> fixed income. <laughs> Oh. And if they were smart, they'd be Airbnb out of their own house. <laughs> right? Yeah, real talk. Oh, man. It's expensive. It might smell like Ben Gay and mothballs, but still, you can get some money out of that house. Oh, man. But yeah, that was the smartest thing I had ever heard. Like, he straight sends them the address, the real address. The day of, I was like, that's pretty smart. And that was that was big time. Yeah, so, for real. And he, um, oh, plus he he informs the the, the guests, please do not tell anybody <laughs> that you're staying at an Airbnb. You know, there it's it's not it's not allowed in my neighborhood. But and if someone comes knocking on the door, tell them you're a long term renter. Yeah. And uh, so he he covers all his bases. Yeah. So it seems like he he would be able to stay underground for a pretty long time. Until yeah. he gets on the let thrive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we can cloak his face. You know? Yeah, he'll he'll talk like this. Yeah, we can cloak his voice, <laughs> your face. You know, he, he come in with the band the bandana on. You know? And our other friend, we should get her on too. We should just do a, a panel. You who, know, that would be cool. Who's our other friend? Uh, Cammy over there, and where I can't name where where she's at. And, oh, um, but she's she's been talking about wanting to get on the show too. The sure. one that makes like. Anywhere between eight to twelve thousand a month on her Airbnb. Yeah, we gotta get her on. <laughs> we probably aren't allowed to Airbnb in her parts though. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of underground action happening, and um, I mean, it's 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 like you said, it's like Uber. You know, they tried to ban that shit when it came out. The taxi cabs tried to bring it down. The cities tried. Some of the cities tried. It's just it was just the cat was out of the bag, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah, it was. Man, they said Uber, man. They said, I heard Uber got some bad customer service, worse than Airbnb. Uh, That's well, what I heard, man. People be getting Airbnb. murdered and raped in Uber cars. It's Dang. Not all the, uh, I, man, that's just an anomaly. And 99.9999%, nothing ever happens. You get to the location, you give a guy $3 for getting you there, which is fucked up for the driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man. <laughs> Uber said they don't care. They taking that cut <laughs> straight up. You know, one of that is mine. Um, <laughs> but the but the thing is, for the drivers too. I mean, I mean, 
Uber and Lyft, their end game is to get the get rid of you guys. They don't want. I mean, y'all are taking too much money from them. You're not. They're not. They're not turning a profit yet because you you guys are, you have to get paid. They have to pay you. And so what they want is automated cars. Question: Is Uber not taking making the money yet? Making money yet? Uh well, that's a good point. I heard they haven't profited. They haven't. Okay. But I mean, I know Lyft is. They've lost like a billion or more dollars since they've been operating. For real. But um. But if you think about it, I mean, they're the only two. I mean, there's a bunch of pretenders, but they're the only two that are out there. It's, I mean, you think they'll figure it out, right? Yeah, like Via out here in Arlington, man, that was a pretty dope idea. I tried to book one. It was more expensive than ordering an Uber. I tried really? to book a Via. Hmm. How yeah. fast do they come, though? Who? Via? Uh, that's a good question. I, I chose not. I decided not to. I booked to Uber <laughs> instead. Yeah, for real. I know. Dang. I, I, was like, I thought it was like a five dollars anywhere kind of thing, but nope. It's a. It's like a Arlington version of Uber. You know. Wow. But Arlington's going to get automated cars pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I work in the parking lot where they test them. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I've been in them. They, they. That that's some fascinating technology. If you ever get in a car that drives itself, that's some fascinating technology. Um, matter of fact, when me and Mahogany went to, went to Portland a couple weeks ago, we, we ended up renting one of those 2019 Kias. And those things drive themselves, dude. No shit. It was crazy. But, yeah, it's just that, that technology is coming, man. I can see that technology coming real quick. Um, and, and that's what I always said, man. It seems like Uber, Toro is more safe than Airbnb because you can't really put no restrictions on somebody renting out their car. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of, man, it's definitely a safer route, I would say. Well, that was Austin's argument was that people can't be driving other people because they're not licensed and they haven't been background checked. That's mm-hmm. why they didn't allow Uber. That's why they didn't allow Lyft. I don't know if they do now. They do. They do? Yeah. Because that, for a while there, they didn't allow any of them. Yeah, that's just how Austin is, man. I don't know why Austin's like that. Austin, Austin fought every piece of the share economy that came down there. Uber, <laughs> Lyft, Airbnb. They still fighting Airbnb. Um, but yeah, Uber and Lyft was. I don't know. They let them back in, but yeah, I don't. I didn't get that. Hmm. But their their Uber and Lyft is very similar to what it was in Chicago. Like you have like the carpools. You have the uh, like the taxis can actually list on there. So yeah. Very similar to like what was going on in Chicago. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you always have some good stuff. With, with oh, thanks, man. Um, yours is all right too. <laughs> <laughs> so the the um, when I when I was saying you know about deadlines that really motivates us. Yeah. And, and you've all, and we've heard the expression. You've heard the expression "burn the ships." You've heard that? Burn the ships. Burn the ships. It, it talks about this, um, let's just say these Spanish conquerors that landed on this, this place and they said, we're going to take this land and we're going to, you know, we're going to make it ours. And, they, you know, they land there and they're on their wooden boats and stuff. And you guys, and, and to make sure y'all are going to fight with everything you got, I'm going to have these, them set the fire to all these boats so there's no retreat, you know. All there's no retreat. We got, we're going to win or nothing, you know. Yeah. And so that's what they call burn the boats, burn the, burn the ships. Anyways, yeah. I don't know if it ever happened in history, but you know a lot of entrepreneurs quote that shit. Yeah. And so, 
<laughs> when I found, you know, of course, I did the pre-approval process when, when I was looking for houses. And when I found this one, man, I didn't have the ready funds to close on it, right? Oh, snap. I have my investments, which mm-hmm. I could tap into if I need to, like a 401k. Yeah. I got some other, like, insurance thing that I can tap into. Mm-hmm. But my goal was, and, and, you know, I showed all the stuff to the banks and, you know. It was my backup plan in case, you know, I push come to show. I don't have to, yeah. have to dip into it. I didn't want to, but I showed the banks and said, okay, cool. You got pre, pre, you're, pre, you're approved. Let's go through the process. You know, you're going to need this much money by, by this date, the closing mm-hmm. date, you know, which yeah. is like a month or a month and a half away. And I was like, all right, how am I going to get that money? <laughs> I like how you did that, though. You went up there not having it. Uh-huh. Then you know you had to find a way to hustle. You had to grind for it. Right, I, right. Yeah. And they say, well, they say, don't, well, they say, um, you know, poor people ask or say why they can't do something. Yeah. Rich people or rich-minded people say, how, how can I can do can I it? afford this? And so I said, all right, I know the date I got to have the money by. I know how much I got to have. I got to get that money. <laughs> you got to get that paper. <laughs> for real. So I started airbnb the hell out of the house. Mm-hmm. I started, um, and I put it up for long term. And then I got that, that renter. She came through. She gave me the right away. She said, I want to give you the deposit now, mm-hmm. and I want to give you first months now. Boom, boom. I was already halfway there just with that. Yeah. And then, um, and then um, what's I'm going to call it? Here comes the, the I, uh, some other stuff happened. I was working a lot of overtime, too. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's like money kept finding me. Yeah. Money just kept finding me. Yep. Because I, I said, I need this much money by this date, and it just kept coming at me. And I, you know, I got, you know, I was making good money. And then, um, let me tell you something. Whatever you put out in the universe will come find you. That I one hundred percent believe. <laughs> Whatever you put out there, it will come find you. That's crazy, man. It's it's the truth. Yeah, that's it's the dead truth. It's Whatever truth. you put out there, it will come find you. Because I didn't have the funds readily available, and so all of a yep. sudden I said, I need to get this much money by this date. I started busting out the overtime. I um, I forgot what else I did, but but anyways, just like I said, money kept finding me. Yeah. She gave me the money for the for the first months and this months, and then I started killing it. All of a sudden, my Airbnb started going into overdrive, and I was yeah. making chunks of money. Yeah. And then plus the the um the corporate renters came through. Yeah. And they gave me a check for the for the the they gave me a thousand dollar deposit mm-hmm. plus the for that partial half month you yeah. know which is like seventeen hundred dollars there. Yeah. I had way more than enough money all of a sudden. I went yeah. from not having enough you know to I thought I'd have to pull I have to somewhere find five or six G's mm-hmm. you know just to be able to close yeah. or more. To all of a sudden I had enough. Plus when it came down to crunch time you know when you do a closing the bank gives you like kind of a little bit inflated numbers. Mm-hmm. That inflated number went all the way down from like I was thinking I was going to put like like closer to seven thousand down that yeah. day, it went all the way down to like four thousand something. Man! And so not only did I find the money I needed to close, I find like I found like double what I was needing to close, off, off coming off not having any money to close or the sufficient funds unless I dipped into retirement and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, won't do that. I didn't have to touch my four hundred one k. I didn't have to touch my you know insurance plan or some stuff like that. You know. And um, it's like, yeah, man, you put it out there, and um, and it gets you, and it comes yeah. to you. That's, that's pretty dope. neat, you know. I was like, that's dope. I'm gonna find a way to do this. I don't know how. I ain't gonna ask. I ain't gonna ask my parents for money. They ain't gonna give me shit. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't gonna give me shit. For real, but, that's dope. But that's yeah, real dope. 
you just yeah you put it out there and it'll come it'll come at you. You know what? I'm gonna actually do that, man. Because I've been waiting for like the refi process to be done, and I know and it's gonna really take me a while to find a house because I'm trying to get one built. But I think I'm gonna go ahead and start looking at some lots right now, and just go ahead and have everything ready, close on it. You know what I'm saying? If the refi money ain't there, who cares? Figure out another way. Figure it out, right? For real, man. That's real talk. Burn the ships, baby. Straight up. <laughs> Burn the ships. I like that one. I think that's a good stopping point. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, that's a good one, man. That's a good stopping point. We had some good stuff. Remember, burn the ships. We should have named that the episode. Yeah, burn we might. The ships. On the, on, when we do the podcast, we might retitle it that. Yeah, burn the ships. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, we hope we, uh, we're helping out in our own special way. You know, we, we get on here and we bullshit and we have fun. And uh, we're not you know, looking for nuts and bolts, you know, go, go, read, yeah. a, go read a book. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully we inspire you, give you the gist of how to do things, how we're doing things anyways. Yeah. Hey, who knows? We might not doing, be doing it the exact perfect way, but we're, we're finding a way to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, we hustling. And, um, and we, we like the fact that you are listening and supporting the show. We think that's real cool. And we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up at liveletthrive at gmail.com. And we're getting a lot of questions. Oh, we should talk about our boy from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did he say? Well, he, he was asking about... Going underground, wasn't he? He was asking about going underground. It's going to be hard to do in New Orleans. <laughs> That's all I got to say. If you that permit run out, you done. Yeah, we'll title the next show The Real Underground Show because yeah, we're yeah. going to have some underground people on here. Definitely. And but, so, yeah. but yeah, hit us up, what, live, let, thrive at gmail.com. Follow our pay- Facebook page. You can join our fan group page. Um, follow us on Instagram. We have a phone number stuff. too, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got. You forgot it? Um, you if you up. look at the show notes, I always leave my phone number on the show yeah, yeah, notes. Yeah, Five, well, yeah my, I, have, I have a phone number too. <laughs> But, but I, you know, I put mine on the show notes, and then or you can. The best way is the Gmail. Hit us up on Gmail. Live yeah, that thrive yeah. at Gmail dot com. We answer that shit. And um, I just changed our phone number actually because I, I I switched over to Google Voice. So yeah. Oh wow. It yeah, dope, there, there was way. another dude I was supposed to give a shout out to. Um, Mike Buxick. That's yeah. What was he? What was his question? I don't know. I just seen him <laughs> in your notes. I didn't know. Who but he was. said he was a fan of the show, and so I said I'll give you out a shout, Mike Buck. Buxic? I hope I didn't butcher your name. Oh, here dog. we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. These guys, he goes, I'm new to, as Mike Buxick, B-U-C-Z-E-K. He said, I'm new to the podcast, but I have really enjoyed the half dozen or so episodes I've listened to. You and Micah do a great job. And I said, hey, man, thanks. That means a lot to us. We're going to give you a shout out on the show. And so, yeah, man, that's that, that, that keeps us going. That keeps us going. Yeah. Straight up consistency, man. That keeps us <laughs> consistent. So get out there, get that money, get to investing, do do your hustle, and um, as long as you're putting all your effort into it, man, you can't fail. Yeah, keep living, letting, and thriving. And thriving, baby. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.